You're tuning in with your host, Jesse Elliott's an old soul in a young world. Tune in, tune in, tune in. We're here to chop it up about the reality of life of being an old soul. Come in and find yourself, internal wealth. Tune in to old soul in a young world. Old souls, young souls, and all my damn souls in between. Welcome back to another week of Old Soul in the Young World with your host, Jesse Ellie. Hey! What up, guys? What's popping? What's going on? We back for another week, another special guest. Somebody to entertain y'all. Someone to bring your vibes down to chill, simplicity, down to earth. We got some pop lock and dropping. Ooh, maybe. Who knows? Um, I want to introduce Mr. Stiggity Stacks. What's poppin'? What's good? What up, what up, what up, what's going on? I love that energy. That's so fire. Got the drop <laughs> on it. I love it. Yes. I love it. And for those of you who do not know um, Signy Stacks, he is a great dancer from the Boston area. Um, so much more behind it. He's traveled. He's just done his thing. Dance competitions, all that good stuff. Um, but, you know, I'll let you kind of give the people a rundown of who you are. You want to you wanna tell them? And I'll fill your cup for you. Oh, look at that. I got the Prosecco. Yeah. Got to give a shout out to my cousin, Bree. You know what I'm saying? Hey. She be putting me on with the Prosecco, you know what I mean? That's like her drink, you know what I mean? She's so a smart she lady. Through, it's the Prosecco, so. The classiest women drink you know, Prosecco, I would like to say. Listen, she classy. <laughs> Cuzzo classy. <laughs> What's your cousin's name? Bree. Shout out, Bree. She'll get mad if I call her what I really call her. I call her, call her ooh, Bree ooh. Bree. Little Bree Bree. Oh, Bree Bree. That's sweet. I always be like, that's my baby cousin. But She's she going to really punch like you in the arm for that. Right? You already know. She, you already know. She's only like a year younger than me. I'm like, I'm my baby cousin. <laughs> She's like, I'm grown. Have you ever seen that meme? That little baby's like, I'm grown. <laughs> that's her. Uh, on some shit. On some shit. But um, cheers. Thank cheers. You Thank you for being Thank here. Thank you for having me. Of course. We've been kind of talking about this for a little bit now. Um, we were actually chopping it up saying how we had met. So we met at this like uh, TV show filming, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It was Mav's, you know, joint that he's about to, you know, say, I don't want to speak too shout much out on Ma- it, Shout out Money Mav. Money Mav. <laughs> he called me up. He's like, bro, come do this thing. And whenever he asked me. Pull up, I'm like, all right. You're like, I'm there. Let's get it. <laughs> yeah, for you real. Know what I'm Why yeah. not? Yeah. So, um, yeah, we was there and then, you know, just pulled up. She was shining, glistening. Yer. She had the ice on. You know what I'm saying? She <laughs> strutting in the room and the, the music was playing. It was like slow Yer. motion. I slow was motion, like, oh, yo. Music shuts off. What's going on? Jesse Ellie's here, bitch. Jesse, she had the she had the cards on deck. Like she passed them out. She just like slipped it yeah. out and it flew over to me and it just landed in my hand. That perfect. Like, Yo, You're like, who is this magician? Who is She's this like, girl? Yo, hit me up if you want to be on my podcast. You know Facts, what I'm saying? Yo, I was Facts. like, Yo, this is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and then you know i think the covid kicked in somewhere yeah we were either in the midst or it had kicked in i'm not really sure but yeah we was in it but it was yeah. calming down 
Okay, it was like, coming down. Because I feel like around that time, the, the restrictions were kind of lightening up. It, mm. was, it was about to be summer. Facts. Or it was summer. I don't really remember. And you were there to do a dance routine, correct? Yeah, I did a little dance, and he. We also did like the the interview. You know what I'm saying? Okay, and he yeah. had two people on. He had, and it's crazy because he didn't even know that we knew each other. Oh shit! They had my guy twin on. You know what I'm saying? From Brooklyn. Oh, five oh eight, five oh eight twin. Yeah, you know shout out, shout out, shout out to the yes. to J Dot. You know yes. what I'm saying? But we getting him on here in the future. You Yo, already get know them boys. Hey. Out here. Them boys is hungry. They creative. Facts, you know facts, what I'm saying? Rap, yeah. dance, the whole thing. They they do it all too. You know, yeah. so it's like. Yeah. yeah, we all, we, we knew each other uh, from a young age. We've just been out here creating. You That's know dope. I mean? And you've always been in the Boston scene, the Boston area? Yeah. So I, I you know, born and raised, grew up in Boston. Um, yeah. I actually lived in Norwood for a little bit. Okay. Yeah, and then right. I moved around. I mean, I'm, I mean, I moved around a lot. Yeah, so I ain't yeah you seem like a like. fluid type person. Yeah. <laughs> I've been out here in the world, but... <laughs> Uh, Boston is my home base. That's where everything is is rooted. That's where the family's at. The hey. tribes, all the vibes, all the memories. You the know tribes and the vibes. The I love that shit. <laughs> Shout out to the city. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, that's dope. And yeah. you know, so like like I had said, like um, you're a dancer. It's kind of like something that you've been doing for a while now. You actually have your own business. Shout out to you, um, Sticky Stacks Worldwide Inc. Freestyle Dance Company. I hope I said that was our important. Yeah. It's always it's always like a laugh. Like whenever you know I do any type of like um, like business calls or whatever from like uh, doing any type of like corporate partnerships or reaching out like anything like you know they they always like they always like okay you're sticky and they're like what is that man. Oh shit. Yeah. No, but it does roll off the tongue. Like I it's a very catchy name. I like it. Stiggy Stacks. Um but what so what are you? What do you do? Um when did you start doing this dance situation that we call maybe popping? Pop dance? Pop is that what dance. it is? Is that what it is? I'm so, it I'm so unlike, I don't have the vocab that I should have for today. So you need to bear with me. It's, no, listen, it's cool. We're going to call it pop Educate dance Educate me. <laughs> all right. All the dancers out there laughing I at Jesse Ellie. We're going to do that pop dance. That pop vlog and drop a dance. style on TikTok. But, uh, um, yeah, dance has always been like in my life, like culturally- Everybody in my family is just hella artistic, hella hey. expressive, hella funky. Like, my family's funky as shit. So, like, all <laughs> the musicians and, and uh, the singers and the, and the um, just, like, every party, every cookout, every family. Anytime we get together, there's always music, always dance. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, so it's just been a part of my life. And it's crazy because, like... Uh, my brothers and my cousins were like actually really great dancers. Oh wow! First. And I was probably the one that had the least amount of rhythm, you know. And uh, they used to make in front of me. They used to be like, "Oh, look at him! You know, you're trying to do the damn thing, <laughs> blah, blah." You know what I'm saying? Talking trying to be like us. We roast each other a lot too, so they was yeah. roasting the fuck out of me. Like, oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, are I you the youngest? Uh, not the not well in my in terms of my brother. Yeah. Okay. It's a, it's complicated. Like I'm I'm definitely the youngest. Okay, I feel um, you. out of who I grew up mm-hmm. with. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So, 
Uh, so I definitely was, you know, I had to had to go through some rough times. Yeah, you know yeah, they gotta test you a little bit because there's a lot. I got a lot of family, you know. what I'm saying? So I came out and I was like, "Yo, what's up? What y'all trying to do now?" <laughs> but um, yeah, they they were the ones that was really like hitting the shit, and um, I just used to like it. I, I was I was always like a. You know, like the life of the party, I would get in there and just like turn yeah. it up. Like I didn't really care how I look, so I was like, I just want to have fun. Thanks. But then I watched this movie Rise. I haven't seen that. And my aunt, my auntie actually had it. She um she was playing it at her crib, and I was at her crib, and I was on AIM. So like she had the computer. Yo, this way. did you just say AIM? I was on AIM. Yeah. You know what I mean? Shout out AIM. Yo, that was like the man. first messenger app for all the young souls was, out there. Your, oh your, my god. Was your AOL? Oh, what was your joint? Yo, I can't even tell you that's how old. Yes, you, you really got, wanna know? I wanna know. It was JN Sponge 412. <laughs> and you wanna know why the sponge was in there? Because it was for SpongeBob. That's how old we are gonna throw this back. Oh, so that's me right there. What was yours, it. yo? It was young all 34. Oh, yours so was my, cool and shit. Mine was all whack. <laughs> Favorite number three, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, And then two, two, I, I like the number two. Look at time, you, so all I was, conscious I was as a like, youngin'. You know what I'm saying? I was like, let me put these together. <laughs> but I was on AIM oh, talking my shit, and she had the movie running. Uh, And, like, I, I was, like, turning around, like, mm-hmm. and looking at it. And, it, you know, it just kept pulling me back in. And, you know, at that time, you know, you're young, super young, and... You more so concerned with like social shit, you know, yeah. like really trying to tune into what everybody else is doing. So I was literally like being pulled away from AIM, which was like something you couldn't do. Facts. <laughs> you can pull me away from that He's shit. Like, like, Yo, sticking these facts, dinner's ready. Nah, oh, I'm nah. sorry. Well, it would be more so Ashton, I would assume, if your mom's calling you, right? <laughs> Yo, honestly, they'd be calling me stacks too. Like, hey, that was- <laughs> that's some real shit right there. That's where it came from. Like they, yeah. you know, what I mean, the friends picked it up from the family, but yeah, um, yeah, they uh, the movie pulled me in, and like from that moment, like I'm like, like I, I really felt like this, like I'm like, damn, like I don't dance like that, but like if I was to dance, like that's my dance. Yeah, like I want to do this thing. And like, what, what kind of dance was were they doing in Rise? Because I haven't from, seen the movie. Okay, so they, were, they were crumping and clowning. And I like both. I was yeah. like, yo, like they had the face paint. Like it was just gutter as fuck. Like it was like a dance that I felt like represented where my my attitude, my my whole like demeanor was at. Facts. And and like it specifically how I wanted to express myself. So I ain't waste no time. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I was like, yo, auntie, let me get that. Let me get that. <laughs> you know I mean? Let me get that bootleg. They gotta do time. some research, you know? <laughs> I went on. Come uh, on, Auntie, help me out. <clears throat> I went on MySpace, hey. typed in Crump in the search. Went on YouTube. YouTube was kind of just coming out at that time. Yeah. I was finding all these videos and I was getting in tune. I found um, Crump music makers and producers on AOL and people who like Shit. traded tracks. So I was in that early circuit. Wow. That's like a, a era in Crump where we yeah. was like sharing each other tracks. Like if you had an exclusive track, mm-hmm. you know, you could make a list and put it on your MySpace page, your music page. <laughs> and then like, they'll be like, oh, you got that track. I want that track. And I'll be like, I, if I give you this track, you got to give me that. You got to give me that like, one. We were like trading Pokemon yeah. cards, but it was, it was Crump music. Right. Crump music crazy. wasn't like a big sound at the time. So... I got in tune with the community like that and I started meeting more people. And then, um, yeah, like I feel like 
the odds just just was always like in my favor. Right. Cause through mutual friends, like I ended up linking up with like like one of the best crumpers, one of the best dancers in the in the whole city. Like For real? They was like Who's that? Show them out. Shout out to Russell Ferguson, you know what I'm saying? Season six winner, so you think you can dance. You know what I'm saying? The only crumper to win the show. Mad impressive. And he's from Boston repping. From Boston, from Foxbury, Dorchester. Like it's like So y'all were kind of coming up at the same time, or was he a little like of an older head than you at that time? He was a dancer, dancer. So like he danced. He did this shit. Yeah. I was a nigga that liked crump. Right. But he's a fan. (laughs) He was like, like already, like he already had this like uniqueness, like this technique. I wasn't whack. I was I was in my own element, but yeah. like he was seasoned. You know what I'm saying? So right. I remember being at Forest Hills, uh, and I was doing a little bit of crumping, and some some like older cat was like, "Yo, like, uh, you know the Beantown Crump Kings?" And I was like, "Who what? the fuck are the Beantown Crump Kings? Like, <laughs> I'm the Beantown. I thought I was the only crumper. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So this is before I had knew about him, had met him. I didn't. I thought I was the only crumper. I got all my Mind friends blown. to dance. I was going to <laughs> knock your parties. ego down just a little Yo, bit. It's I like nah, stacks, nah. <laughs> I got my cousins to to do that shit. I got family friends. I made. I, I was trying to get everyone to crump around me. Yo. Yeah. So like. I thought I was, we was like just this little, little thing. And he blew my bubble. He popped my bubble. He's like, man, Thanks. the Beantown crump. And I was like, oh shit. So I went on my speed. Look, the video. Yeah. Not even too long after that, someone that I used to go to the club with um, had a mutual friend that knew him and his okay. best friend. And they were arguing like, who's better? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, who do you think is better? Like, you know, yada, yada. Yeah. So they brought his best friend, which his name is Micah. Shout out to Micah. I got a little, you know, the Prosecco. Oh, you're got me, fine. You, know you good. <laughs> so um, they brought Micah to my crib. They brought him out to my crib. And we had a little, like, little session, like a little, you know, one-two type thing. And he's like, and I was already, I had already seen the video. So I was like, what, what, what do I bring you? Like, yeah. Yo, like, how can I get down? Like, how can I get involved? Right. And he was already like, yo, what the fuck? Like, you were coming out of nowhere. You tight as fuck. Like, you want to be down with the fam. Like, I'm like. Hell yeah. So yeah. he came and picked me up that next Sunday, brought me to the session. He was like, yo, I dare you to like, you know, walk downstairs and just start getting off because nobody knew who I was right, in the, in the right. dance world. So I just walked down there and just started getting off. And they were like, yo, who oh, is this? Yeah, they were like, who's this nigga that Michael brought out of the blue? And so I ended up battling Russell mm-hmm. that night. And we was going head to head for a minute. And then after we was done, he pulled me to the side. He's like, yo, like, you want to be down with the, the crew? Like, you want to be... Like, I'll teach you. And I was like... Fucking crazy. Yeah. Like, the fuck? This nigga's the goat. Wow. <laughs> Yo, and that's like... That's the times where, like, people say, like... Actually, when I had Mav on the show, like, he said he had to have his 16 ready. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like that for dance moves. Like, you have to have it ready so when your opportunity comes, Yo. like, you can put your shit out there. And, like, yo, I was I was already prepared for this. Even if I wasn't, I was. You feel me? Yo. Um, That's crazy. It How did a, you feel? It you... was a beautiful moment because I felt like I had just discovered another world. I didn't know how to how to like like I didn't know how to how to really think about it yet. Like I didn't know what it was. Yeah. But I was like, 
damn, this feels like another chapter. Facts. And it really was. Yeah. Because, like, my environment, the people who I was hanging around with, like, it was, I was kind of growing out of it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I never really felt like a part of it like that. Like, I'm like, man, like, this is just something that I'm doing, but it, it doesn't represent me. And when right. I was, like, crumping and shit and, like, doing this shit because I liked it, they would be like, yo, that's that corny shit. Why you... Are you crumping, nigga? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, when I right. would do things that I liked, they would, they, you know, they were kind of like not, it was, they were too cool for it. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. So I was like, nah, like, y'all don't even see the vision. Like, I feel like this is like, like, I like this thing. So, you know, when I seen all these, this group of people, like, and it's like a lot of people that, that are doing this thing, they're out here having fun and not worried about this, this, and that. I yeah. was like, Oh, I think I found a new like <laughs> a new home, niche. Like, yeah. yeah. And, and it's it, crazy because like I feel like it's a big community, but it's also a very rare art form. You know what I'm saying? Like crumping and popping or whatever you sorry, I, I if I'm it's cool. the yeah, term. Two, yeah. But um I just feel like it, it's very rare nowadays to be coming across people where like they make a um, career out of it or they go forward with it and actually like carry the culture and teach it to yeah. other generations because that's huge like that's what's carrying it now do you know what I'm saying like people yeah. teaching it to other people um, so I think it's it's dope that you were even like immersed in that so young that's yeah. special it's yeah. definitely like I feel lucky I feel blessed you know ultimately because you know, that's where the culture is at now. Like, you know, people are developing careers and all that and teaching and sharing. Yeah. Um, and in that process, like, <clears throat> I couldn't imagine being somebody coming in now and like thinking like, oh, because this thing's already established. Now I want to go do this thing. Like yeah. I caught it in a golden era where we was just young mm -hmm. and we just loved that shit. Facts. We did it every day. We yeah. didn't give a fuck about what, who, when, where, how, like. Niggas was crumping everywhere, bro. Like, I was on that motherfucker just crumping. Like, Facts. niggas couldn't tell me, like, like be in class. Like, my teachers knew, you know. They right. used to let me do my thing because they knew I was going to put my headphones in and start laughing. Yeah, right. They, like, let, they were like, man, like, that's just what he's going to do. He's going to do his work. Yeah. But we're not going to stop Let him be creative, too. Like, exactly. You know but, like, right. nobody was trying. Like, it was just what we did. And yeah. you, you can't get that back. You can't recreate it. Right. Like, it was just beautiful. Like, right. just, and there were so many young crumpers in Boston. Like, all of the people that you're seeing, like, really doing big things. Now, I won't put any names out there because maybe this is more exclusive drops for something. Sure. You know, when the time is right. <laughs> yeah, but, like, yeah, yeah. there's the, some of the biggest rappers you see coming out of Boston. Some of the, you know what I'm saying, the people who are building companies and nonprofits. Like, yeah. the people like Russ himself once he could dance. Like, they were, you know, uh, status quo. They was even crumping at that time. They was on uh, America's uh, Best Dance Crew. Crazy. Like, crumpers from the city of Boston branched out in every industry. Fashion, music, dance, uh, uh, business, education. Yeah. And literally have, like, <laughs> they they like took over the fucking <laughs> yeah you no know nah, like, that's dope and it, it's yeah. it's crazy because so many people don't know about that you know what i mean they don't know about that industry because like we said it's kind of rare um yeah. and unless you know i feel like you don't know you know what i mean yeah um, it is one of those if you know you know yeah type if you know you know type shit which is why i want to put out like a um a series just about that 
you know that would like, be amazing you feel me like yes. just, just going back and being like let's uncover all of these crump backgrounds and let's actually pick apart like what this dance and this movement and the energy that was surrounding it what it did for people in their lives you know yeah. what i'm saying and we you know to keep it blunt like we was all like street kids you know what i'm saying right. so it's like what this dance gave us and and and, and uh what we started to focus on at a very pivotal time you know, um, and if got it right, you know, luckily we came across, if we were lucky, we came across mentors in other areas that were like, these kids, are they, they're doing something dope mm-hmm. and we want to help them and support them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like that, it changed lives. Like, Crazy. Imagine that. You Do you know? feel like it gave you an outlet, like yourself to like change things or? Yeah. yeah. It was a key. It was a, a key turning point in my life because I knew you know, I had other talents, you know, like I played football. Okay. My yeah. whole entire life. Like oh, wow. I was balling since I was, I was on the sidelines before I was even old enough to play. You yeah. know, my, my family, every older brothers, cousins, everyone balled up. My mom would show up to the football games in a, a full sweatsuit. Actually, it was like a champion sweatsuit, right? A whole, like the from the sweat, the fucking hoodie to the pants yes. to the fucking kicks. <laughs> it would be custom, like with our name, our names yo, on it with the numbers. Oh, she's a G. She's such a, a G for thug, doing that. Like, yo, like we was football, <laughs> like born and bred. Like my brother was like probably like nine or 10 when he got his own cones. Oh, and he used shit. to have us at the field. I was probably like, you know, six, seven. Yeah. And you used to have us at the field doing drills, running yeah. around, doing our own circuits and shit like that. So we was like football based. And then there was music mm-hmm. all day. We was writing. Like I got it. We, me and my brother got a keyboard when we were like five, the same one. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? That keyboard had like, um, kind of like a, uh, it was a MIDI, but it also had like a thing where you can record kind of like five, different um patterns or whatever so you can make the 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 you know the uh the percussion you can drop the keys on it the strings like your own little beat you can make a beat and if you timed it correctly you put it loops itself so if you like ended it on the perfect count Mm -hmm. the beat would just loop as long as you wanted it to (laughs) and you had to record it like perfectly yeah got a karaoke machine put the tape in the karaoke connected it to the keyboard innovative and we was making music. We was Dope. rapping on that shit. Like, Yo. so we was making music. Yeah, we had the football. It was all types of like things yeah. that you know. I feel like it's like that dedication to motivation that you put into like writing or football. Kind of like translates itself into like the dedication of dancing too because you know what and i i was gonna ask you this it's so funny that you brought up football because i feel like it partly answered my question but i was watching some of your dance videos and if you haven't seen his dance videos please go check them out super fire so impressive like i don't even know how you do this shit um Yo, for real. No, 100%. I don't know how you move like this. I could never do it in my life. But you were doing some move, right? Where you were like almost squatting, like you were dancing, but look like you were going so low that your your legs were like almost in a squat type position. I was like, damn, he's like mad athletically flexible. Like you, you are like, you know what I'm saying? Like people don't think yeah. of dancers having to be like athletic or have like, mu- like muscle tone or like whatever. It's like, yo, you were like on point doing something that I think I would have like just fallen. Like, you know what I'm saying? And you're a bigger guy. So it's like, 
That's Nowadays. Cra- that's crazy. <laughs> well, I mean it in a good way. Nah, you nah, you nah, healthy. Nah. You a healthy man. Like, <laughs> nah, nah, really talk. Got to, you know what I'm saying? So I was wondering, like, where did that, like, flexibility and athleticism, like, come from? And I feel like maybe football might be part of that. I mean, I'm sure yeah. practice goes into it. Football is definitely a part of my base and, and my movement. Like, especially, like, um, how I used to work out. Uh, a lot of those, like, fast twitch muscles allow yes. me to like you know use in my, the strength that i have in my, in my legs are crazy like right. um but like you said dancers really are athletes and i think that like i, I wouldn't even have known this if i didn't go into it but mm-hmm. dancers are some of the most well-rounded athletes like think about um how much timing and coordination it it plays into strength Back. You know, like Back. it's one thing to be brute force strong. Okay, yeah. you can be very strong, but that's not the best kind of strength. Cause and then on top of that, being flexible. Like you, flexible, some people are mad strong, but they're not flexible. Agile, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Understanding when and how to move your weight. Mm-hmm. Like that's like a, a rhythmic version of martial arts. Right. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So like I have a lot of respect for dancers because I know how much it takes to really break I had to break my body in like I remember you know doing both dance and football and like you must you know. have been sore oh <laughs> shit yo it was I would have been icing myself like every day like yo it just <laughs> never stopped we was crumping till like four in the morning then I would fucking get up go to school go to football practice and then um luckily bless you know senior year I, I came across um I got introduced to a ballet teacher who was like I want to help you out. Oh, wow. I, I kept getting blessed. Like, yeah. And she took me in and trained me. Ballet, tap, jazz, modern. You trained in ballet and ballet, tap and jazz? tap, jazz, modern, wow. whole nine. Yeah. So That's amazing. I was leaving football practice and going to a ballet studio. <laughs> like, And then wow. leaving the studio and then going to a crump session <laughs> and then coming back to the crib and still labbing and then maybe taking a nap for two hours, then waking back up to go to school to just do it all over again. Oh every my day. gosh. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. So I think that you would agree when I say that like practice is really one of the keys to like growing your your gift even if you're not like you said the best dancer like you weren't the best dancer in your family but when you keep um trying and you keep you know because there's different art forms like you're trying multiple different art forms to be an expert in your own do you know what i'm saying like it's not just the one like practicing crump or practicing this over and over does that make you better you know what i mean like sometimes i feel like you have to branch out to other things around you you know that's Super important, you know, because everything is, uh, I like this word, interconnected. <laughs> yes, it's facts. <laughs> Me and my homie is inside joke, interconnectedness. It just got mad syllables, you know what I'm saying? So we'd be laughing. But uh, <laughs> It's really interconnectedness. Is that six, seven? Like, damn. I never even thought of that word before. What the fuck? <laughs> on that note, let me fill my cup again. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you are. Oh, oh you shit, I beat you. Shit. You trying to show me hey, up in front of my friends. <laughs> oh, shit. Um. But um, everything is connected. And my background specifically in music and sports, 
uh, and the how um, I branched out in dance is the reason why I can move and break things down the way that I do for myself. Yeah. Like, and <laughs> it's always a full circle because, like, I find myself uh, going deeper into my childhood. And when I, because I, I teach, I educate. So I'm like, okay. what is this, you know, because it's one thing that to pass the, 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 the knowledge of the movement and the history, you know, in terms of like what it was before it hit you. Right. But then like as an educator, you have to find a way to integrate like what this thing means to you. And, and, and you know what I'm saying? Like right. how, how try to you... let them interpret it still like Ex- their own. Exactly. Right. So I find myself just being like, man, like this, this rhythm I got or the reason why I tune into this is because Every morning, you know, when I was living at my grandmother's house on Armadine Street in Dorchester, she would wake up super early and play like some some very classic um, R&B, soulful Mm R&B. You know what I'm saying? Like old R&B. And then when the the, the, when the actual day got moving, you would open the door and then across the street, you know, there was a whole band, uh, uh, a reggae, a reggae band. who was playing all these different jams, these reggae, soca, calypso, dance hall. <laughs> um, so like, I'm getting like, literally like I wouldn't even be able to put it together in my mind at that time, but I'm getting groomed for what I like, what I pay attention to, what yeah. I can, what I can, the, the connections I can make at a young age. Right. You know, right. Like the way I choose to move my gestures and all that, they come from, you know, family, uh, background growing up, the things that I got involved with, mm-hmm. like that's it's all a part of like what makes you um, unique at, at your art. Because it's like Definitely. we all love you know people who can dance, but it's like you know I feel like we love people more. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So when you find your person, I might not be everybody's person, you know, right. when it comes to the art, but it's like when you find your person, like it's it's more it's more than just about the movement. That's just kind of like you know eye candy. But yeah. it's like, what makes that person... What's behind the Yeah, movements. why do you move like that? Right. You know what I'm saying? So exactly. then we can go into the context and it's like, man, I'm a part of a lineage of people that grew up kind of like myself, you know? And it Facts. traces back. So it's like, it's super deep. And I feel like um, we can make connections like that in any industry in terms of, uh, you know, across whatever you wanted to do. Right. I could do the same thing in music. Right. You know, I yeah. can talk about how dance influences the way that I make music. You know right. what I'm saying? Like the way that I make beats or the way that I spit or the sounds that I want to hear. Right. It's all it's always doing this. Interconnected. It's interconnected. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah, they all build each other up in different ways. And and I think too, um it's crazy cuz when you're teaching kids like do you try to have them relate like how you said like you took all these things from your past and your childhood and these memories like do you try to have them relate to what they're going through today and like try to teach them to like I feel like it's an emotional art form do you know what I'm saying like it's a sense of like vulnerability and expression and you have to be open like you know what the thing is I would be embarrassed if I tried to crump I would be embarrassed if I tried to do any if I try to copy any of your movements because it wouldn't naturally be like what my body wanted to be doing or or maybe I just wouldn't be used to expressing it like that so it's like um kind of when you're telling the students how are you getting them on that page of like looking within and like 
I don't know, finding that. No, nah, that's beautiful. Like that, that's the ultimate goal as an educator is to create a space where they can integrate their life and who Oof. they are and what they're going through. Like that's key because, you know, with dance, you know, there's also, um, there's also kind of a surface level of it, you know, mm-hmm. the, the level of where you got that 10 seconds of, of movement that you scroll by and you want to see it like, oh, yeah, this is cool. But yeah, then right. it just floats by, you know, there's a surface level. Like I can teach right. a kid to dance and do the movements directly like how I do it. And maybe I can give them like a like bunch a of choreography. Type shit. Yeah. Yeah. But what the gift that I have uh, that I was given is what I try to give to anyone who's like, yo, I want to I want to learn from you. Yeah. And the gift that I was given was this journey right. of learning how everything was interconnected and finding myself through dance and like being and, and understanding like who I am and, 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 you know, how it relates to the world around me. I think that that's the most powerful thing. Mm-hmm. We find ourselves through all of these different means of expression. You know what I'm saying? Like, Facts. like we're sitting up here at a, in a studio. It's like, you really manifested this. Like, <laughs> and people don't see the back end work. They're like, Oh, you know, you got the podcast and all that stuff. And it's like, yo, preach, <laughs> yo, like setting this whole thing up, even being able to get in alignment with, you know, uh, having, being, having a space like this available and then right. like working day in and day out. It teaches you about yourself. You're like, yeah. yo, like, why? first of all, why am I doing it? You start asking real questions. You right. know what I mean? And you're like, because I love it. And then you start getting deeper. That's something my brother did for me at a young age, which, like, I'm grateful for. And, like, that that is another pivotal, like, it changed my life. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, he was, you know, in and out of jail. And he would come home and he was always, you know, very like his energy was like brute, you know, like he was just like straightforward. And I used to always think that like everyone was going to give me shit for crumping because that's what it was. That was my experience. Yeah. And he was asking me a genuine question. He's like, yo, why do you why do you crump? And I was like, to me, like, because I, I like that shit. Like, <laughs> what the fuck you mean? Why do I crump? He's like, but yeah, like, why do you crump? And I was like, nigga, what is you talking about? Like, right. why, what are you asking me? Like, right. he's like, why do you think, you, like, specifically you, This, why do you think this dance chose you? Why do you think you chose Crump? Yeah. What's your purpose? I'm like, yo, to have fun because it's fun. I love this <laughs> shit. I I went to bed frustrated. Like, we kind of was like, I was kind of like, why is he asking me that? Like, is he, yeah. what is he trying to do? I thought he was trying to troll. And I really started thinking about it. And I'm like, damn, like, why did this thing draw me in? Yeah. And it made me want to learn about myself. Like, why do I like that shit? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, why? Why do you, why did, why did you pick that color over that color? <laughs> right. You know? Like, right. why that pose over that pose? Right. Why that, well, the way you said that over the, over the way, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Out of all these different things, like, why, why were you that? born into that body? You know, why do you have your name? Why, why are you, you like, it's all part of a purpose. That's how I feel, you know, exactly. A higher and, purpose. Yo, he dropped a seed in my head that day that has never stopped growing. Hey, you know what I'm saying? That's so, beautiful. That's the gift we give. I was, I was blessed to have that. You know what I'm saying? I was blessed to have him there to be like, 
you know what I'm saying, to keep me on track and be like, yo, like, you got this beautiful thing. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and you know, like a, a lot of people that were in my corner, they, they see me through this thing from like the start. It was rough. Like, imagine yeah. a teenage crumper. Like you said, you were feeling embarrassed. Yeah. Like, Crump wasn't even accepted. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? When it first came out, it was like, these motherfuckers are having a seizure. Well, that's how I feel. Like, out of all dances, like, I feel like uh, Crump is kind of looked down upon. Like, and I was going to kind of say that. Like, do you kind of feel like people don't look at Crump as a dance form? Like, I feel like maybe now, but a lot of people, I think it's very judgmental. Like, as in, oh, that's it's so much of a freestyle. It's so free flowing. It's not always a routine can that be a dance? You know what I mean? Type shit. Well, what is dance? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yo, I love that answer. Yeah. What is dance? (laughs) So like, Crump is so primal. It's so connected. It's Mm -hmm. like the epitome of what you see when you actually step outside into the wild. It's unpredictable. It's in your face. It's actually like, this is real gritty shit that yeah. you're looking at. Yeah. Like, you're looking at raw emotion. You're looking Facts. at people who are chest popping, expanding, jerking their bodies, moving left to right. And it's like, a lot of people are intimidated by that because mm-hmm. we've been conditioned to be intimidated or to be to, to stray away from who we are. Facts. Because if we knew who we really were, <laughs> then like maybe we wouldn't participate in these fucking games. Exactly. As much as we do. You know what I'm saying? So Crump is one of those things where it's like, you know, you can trace it back. You can trace it back throughout all, you know, black dance forms throughout the diaspora. You can look at these very key things, these key elements. It's like, what is this thing that's been brewing up that brings people, that, that makes people want to engage with it that like gives people that release you know a couple of years a couple of decades before that they're like the funk it's the funk Mm -hmm. you know and before that they're like oh it's the blues you know right before that you you just keep going back yeah and it's but you still have that thing crump is the evolution of that it's the lineage of everything that um is is everything that we come from that's it's so rooted so like you're seeing like someone who understands their body, their chemical makeup. Maybe, maybe not always like intellectually, but intuitively. Right. And like Ugh. we're scared of that shit. Yo, so scared of the spiritual you know? the, or the in- intuition, spiritual things that we can't touch. You know, that we can't like put our hand on and be like, oh, have control on this. This is what it is. It's physical. People get scared of it. You know, a purpose, an inner purpose. People don't know. They reject people who have purposes because people can't understand it unless you yourself have one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's this like unspoken knowledge, like kind of like the Celestine prophecy, like we were talking about. (laughs) Exactly. So you have to see. Yo, shout out to what? It's me and Stack's favorite book. This is like, that's crazy. That's crazy. We didn't even know that shit. And it's on my shelf behind his head. Like, yo, that's crazy. That's the first thing I know when I walk. I'm like, what? It's like, oh shit, you got Celestine Prophecy over here? Like, yo, that's one of my favorite books, though. But it has that that knowledge, that unseen, untapped spiritual thing that you can't express. Like, just like a quick like description, like in the book, they 
everything has like an aura. You know what I'm saying? Like animals, flowers, plants, everything has an aura about it. And I don't know how, I don't know if you can explain better, but that's pretty much just simply like you can, you can see it if you have this certain knowledge, this certain yeah. sense. But like if maybe you, I could see it, but then Stacks wouldn't be able to see it or vice versa. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Depending so it's on like your training, kind of like the sensitivity. Yes. To be able to, to see what's actually happening on the spiritual plane because right. everything manifests from the spirit you know what i'm saying like it's yeah. dark to light you yeah. know never right. reverse unless you're trying to create some shit <laughs> Fuck that. you know what i'm saying let's try to fuck some shit up but yeah. it's like it's always from darkness to lightness everything that we do is is being interpreted in the spiritual world first mm-hmm. so it's like when you train yourself to be able to be sensitive enough to notice the connection between you and everything around you, right? Right? You might be a little bit more conscious of how you move. You can't distract yourself. You can't just be like, oh, fuck it. You know, wow. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Because you're like, I actually, like, I feel it. I can see it. Like, right. we are more connected than what we could ever imagine, you know? And this conversation, it's like, I like the, the uh, how they broke down. It's like when someone ha- is having an argument, you know? And like, what's actually happening energetically? And it's like, uh, when you're so trapped in your ego, you don't realize that your energy, your your energy, your force field is trying to like devour somebody else's force field. And that's Yo. why they feel so depleted after. And you're like, oh, right. Facts. And it's like, you don't even have to do that because yeah. that energy is abundant. You know what I mean? It's a but it's everywhere. You're spitting so many you facts. I just like, yo, I just gotta let you keep going. Like those are gems. Like you're just yeah. dropping gems. And so, yeah. I, I just feel like that intertwines with the the culture of dance, like the knowledge of self, the knowledge of like how much like purpose we have and how much you can pass on and how much we can create and manifest by our movements, by our words, by our language, by our yeah. the music that you listen to, the the vibes that the energy that you put into the universe imagine you in a room full of people right and everyone's mad down everyone's depressed and you come in and you start busting out these dance moves you're like locking you're doing mad emotions like almost like interpretive type dance type shit like when i watch your shit it feels like to me it's like interpretive dance like you are taking whatever you feel inside and it's just coming out of you however it comes out it comes out like i feel like if you did that in a room of people who are down like their energy would just start coming up because you're 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 literally like domino affecting something into the room you know what i'm saying with your movements which is like a whole nother type of magic like oh yeah crazy shit there were people who you know who dance in the style of popping you know these are my homies my brothers shout out to chad you know what i'm saying um they (laughs) people didn't who was it chad chad shabazz (laughs) (laughs) chad shabazz that's my big bro hey um there were people in dance that had dance, you know, dance careers and with, you know, in these different styles. So pop is a whole other style that didn't really understand crump and they would go to a crump session yeah. or a crump event and they wouldn't even be dancing because it's not their style. Facts. But they would leave feeling like exhausted. They're like, damn, I just felt like I was on a roller coaster. Like, because <laughs> the way we're moving the energy right. in the room. Yeah. Like, that's what we're supposed to be able to do. Yeah. Before all the roads were built and we created all this fucking safe shit. You know, so that we can uh, feel uh, safe 
perspectively, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like our perspective is safe. Like what we see on the surface feels safer. Mm-hmm. We had to be in tune with our body. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. You had to it understand the world around you yes. because you didn't have no roads paved. Right. You know, you right. didn't have all, you, you didn't have the restaurants and the mass production and the, yep. you had to be in tune. Yeah. So everyone who's fronting and acting like, you know, oh, these niggas don't dance. We just pull up a pin. <laughs> to the rock, rock away. away. Hey. Like, lean back. Like, hey. Lean back. Hey. But, but <laughs> we, we don't even realize what we're doing and saying. Yeah. It's like, wait, you don't dance? Right. You don't move? You just, you want to do a little lean because you don't want to be embarrassed. Facts. Make it nice and easy for, you know what I'm saying? yeah. And it's like, that's not even a way of expression at that <laughs> point. That's kind of like what you said. It's just like a, um, something anybody could learn. Do you know, like a copy tech copycat type movement yeah. or like oh you're doing the jerk like you jerk okay you right, jerk which is tight. like no, what like, if they're cool movements but it's very it's just basic type shit it's not coming from your soul it's not like coming from a spot it could you know all dance <laughs> maybe all dance comes from the soul he's like i disagree I like i know some jerk where's his butt and he's like i feel what you're trying to say though yeah. it's like we're trying to reduce it um just to feel secure Mm-hmm. In ourselves, yeah. Yo, I'm too hood to dance. Instead of like, being I'm vulnerable, too, type shit. You know, I'm too classy to dance. I'm too, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like, you're actually straying away from like your primal, your instinct. Mm-hmm. Like, cause it's not just about uh, looking good and like doing these illusions. Like, right. primally, like instinctually, like rhythm controls this whole shit. Like everything is controlled. well, the world is always spinning. You and know what I'm saying? Rhythm, like where emotion, the world's moving. Yeah, you feel me? Yeah. And being able to be aware of your body in time and space, you know, and then be aware of these rhythms that are that are happening. Yeah, that's like that's the most like aware space you could probably ever be in. Fact. Which is why you catch the spirit. Like you never see someone catch the spirit by trying to, you know look like this yeah like when people catch the spirit in any form or any religion or any ritual yeah you start to see the movement instantly right you know what i'm saying you start to see the rhythm and you're like you start to see the pulse the body whatever it's doing because that's where we that's like the ultimate space to be in yeah now most people don't understand it intellectually like that but i feel like we all have a part of it in ourselves because it's intuitive you know it's the part of us that's like Maybe we should know a little bit more about our body. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And maybe, maybe part of that, like, soul energy. Like, I feel like it's, like, an old school soul energy as well. You know, I mean, also young world. Like, oh, so young world. You know, and just to relate it to, like, I've had a couple. <laughs> I got my own job. <laughs> Um, you know, like I've had a couple scratch DJs on the show and when I had them on, it's like, I kind of felt the same way. Like they were bringing a culture where it's like, how do you learn to be a scratch DJ in today's day and age? Like you, you know, you have to like do your research, you're studying your knowledge. You have to like meet a mentor who knows how to do scratch DJing and like being able to like learn off them. Like, so when I think of like your art form, I kind of related to that as well, because it is something where like you have to be able to pull up 
it's literally a historical like i literally feel like you are pulling history and culture into today's day and age to do what you do you know what i mean same with them and you know same with everything like same with what i'm doing same with everything but they're all just a little different and i feel like some have deeper roots than others do you know what i mean and like i feel like dancing and specifically crumping has very deep roots um as well as like scratch djing so it's just crazy like yeah like you have to be a scientist like, <laughs> on some shit. Like understanding <laughs> timing, understanding flow. Like you have to have the coordination, yeah, to be able to like put this thing in hand place. eye sound coordination, the like whole thing, the whole shebang. Yo. And you have to know your music, yeah. Like you right. have to have an archive of music, and you have to pinpoint cue <laughs> points. You have to understand what part of the song comes in at this time on some shit I DJ a little bit too okay so it's like like I have the ultimate respect mm-hmm. for people who can just do that like make it look so effortless it's not yeah. easy it's not it's not <laughs> and you know and so I know that um, we've been chopping it up but like I just want to ask you a couple more questions um, about like your business and like how did you actually go from making this from like dancing to having fun to like educating and creating your own business and traveling for it because um, that's just like a whole nother level of, of greatness right there so oh, yeah of course yo yo I, I literally I appreciate I appreciate what you do so greatly likewise yeah yeah. Likewise, honestly, it's incredible. <laughs> For real, you just, you, you know. Hey, you know, come on. don't gas me up on my own show. Like, stop it, stop it. You're my guest. I'm gassing yes. you up. <laughs> yes. oh. No, but for real, how did how did you turn it to traveling and in, in business and teaching? So, it's crazy because I wrote my first business plan when I was in the tenth grade in high school. <laughs> Yo, that's a manifestation of like your soul. Like, what the hell? (laughs) (laughs) So, everything, yo, everything, like lessons and blessings, everything's connected, right? So, it's crazy. I got expelled from middle school, right? Because I got expelled. I had to do like homeschool. Okay. Um, and then I had to go to do school at a library. Uh, because I was going to the library every day, sticking around. I was hanging around, got real familiar with the people there. And um I was just like looking at the sections in the library, like, oh, they got mad sections. Like you can <laughs> read anything, like they got books on everything, you know. <laughs> And I, you know, I did my childish shit first and look, went through all the other crazy book sections. But then it landed me and say, okay, well, like they literally have books. This is like crazy. So I went to these different sections, self-help, yeah. business, all that. And I was like, you can learn about how to make more money. Like you can actually read about that shit. Yeah. I wonder what they're going to say. Yeah. Like, why isn't everyone reading this shit? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, like, I actually uh, made the library, you know, just kind of like uh, another another home. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I just fucking read, you know, and, and, and try to, like, pick out different books, you know, check it out, see what, see what was in it. You know, there was a couple of books that I, I, uh, I read that were on, like, business planning and 
um, what business actually is, what makes up a company, et cetera, et cetera. And while at the same time pondering what's my purpose, like I started actually writing shit out and being like, damn, like what is my purpose, yo? And and I started getting real fucking esoteric. Like, I fucking love that word. Yo, if you don't know the word esoteric, go look it up in the, the in the dictionary. Google. I'm sorry, Google, because we don't have dictionaries no more. You know but what I'm Google that motherfucker. I think it is E-S-O-T-E-R-I-C. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So I started getting um real, just you know, in that in that plane and having the same questions. What am I? Why? What am I doing? What do I like? You know, and it led me to a place where I was thinking like, man, like I'm learning about all this stuff, you know, and I think before we even started the podcast, I was telling you about my friend Jalen. Shout out to Jalen. I was like my best friend as a child. You know, he dropped this book off at my doorstep, you know, the four agreements. You know, he's like, yo, I felt like this book resonates with you. Like, read it. We were young as shit. And I read that shit. That led me to the power of now. That led me to a new earth. Led me to the Celestine prophecy and I was kind of like doing the the book shit, but also doing the life shit. I was just out exploring and kind of yeah. being like, damn, like, what is this thing that we're doing? So my first business plan was called One Tribe. And it was a company um, that was based in the philosophy. And it was like me saying, imagine if everybody um, did exactly what they were called to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, what yeah. would the world look like if we would take out kind of like this pursuit of money and wealth as a means to feel secure? And we were like, I feel secure and trust in my intuition and doing exactly what I feel called to do was right. calling me. Right. The inner purpose instead inner of what purpose. We, yeah. yeah. So like your doctors, your your healers would be people who literally like. They love this shit. The same way I love Crump. Right. Your your police would be people who are like, I really want to serve. Yeah. The and people and protect. Like, yeah. I, I, this is my, I feel called Not to do this. Not people after money or like. Your teachers. Yeah. You know, your, your, think about the people, you know, in music. Just every aspect of life. If people were doing that, like, how would we move? You know, so I'm like, how can we build a bridge to that world? Yeah. And I was like, so I'm going to do artistic projects, collaborating with different uh, forms and mediums and and kind of like finding a way to tie in some of these ancient traditions that are lost. Yeah. In order for us to to uh, consume and, and start to become aware of a world that we let go in the past but we actually really need yeah like what is this older ancient world like how did we um survive in this time how did we like how do we conjure up so much how do we manifest this let's go back right so it was all about building a bridge with the old and the new um creating art pieces traveling creating installations teaching based off the art um you know uh fashion like i and, and i was a little naive i'm like imagine if like you know we brought back these traditional garments and like like there's a whole lot of room for some crazy mess to go on <laughs> which actually did start happening it was kind of crazy i got to see it but um, that's pretty cool <laughs> fashion like imagine like bringing making this spiritual information popular and cool right it's like naive but it was like i want to build a business 
on that. So I yeah. started doing research. Was there any other businesses like that? Mm-hmm. Is there any other? And I started doing all of the R&D and like figuring out like how could I, um, one, sustain it, monetize it. How can I keep it authentic? Uh-huh. All that shit. And it's crazy because it stuck with me. Like, it's a part of what I do now, but not as naive and not as, like, on the surface as it as I was, like, trying to develop it. You know what I'm saying? Because right, right. I actually seen the world come to that. Like, I see now, like, the world we live in now is so exposed to this information Facts. and all this, like, knowledge and, like... You got all it's like people. oversaturated information. Very like, saturated. yeah, like, right. I'm nothing's like, like original. My young self mm-hmm. was like, what if, you know, these ancient traditions were trendy? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> right. We would be more conscious. We'd be yeah. more woke. Then the world got woke. And I was like, I don't want to be a part of this. <laughs> right. Shit. Right. This shit is, it this seems is... like no one has respect for it. It's, there's a lot <laughs> of appropriation. There's a lot of motherfuckers who are just regurgitating and, and, and um, they're just approaching it from such a like surface level. So I'm yes. like. You know, nowadays I'm like, okay, we we dial back a little bit, but that's what got me started, and I cultivated that. You know, my yeah. English teachers in in high school, junior and senior year, they noticed. They like, man, you are like, you have great writing. You're cultivating something, and I, you know, they they caught wind of everything that I was doing, and they were like, yo, like they they were like, yo, let's meet. Like one of my English teachers, like, yo, let's meet up outside. Like I gotta. I got to introduce you to my people. Yeah. Because you got something going on. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, so just them believing in it was like enough for me to be like, okay, nigga, we about to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. Right. And uh, it just kept popping up when I bought my first car. um, My insurance uh, agent uh, just opened his business. Mm -hmm. You know, I was like probably one of his first customers. And he told me, he's like, yeah, you know, I spent my life savings to open this business instead of getting my dream house. And I told him I got this business plan. He's like, wow, like, let me take a look at, I specialize in business writing. He's like, my my wife does all the data and shit like that. Yeah. Yada, yada, yada. So I sat down with them and they were like, wow, this is fucking fire. Like, yo, I was just like, damn, like people fuck with this shit. So I felt like I, like I, I just kept cultivating it. Um, and I kept dancing yes. no matter what. Like yes. I just kept fine tuning and, and just staying involved. Like Ton I feel like <laughs> the consistency of yeah. it was like, niggas was coming up to me like, nigga, you still dance? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. like, You're like, duh. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like always, yo. <laughs> and, uh, and it just, with that type of, uh, vision, holding on to that. Yeah. Uh, and that type of momentum, it's just. Like snowball effects when you manifest with good intention, you know, and I feel like when it's your sole purpose, like you have a conscious like idea and you know, it's like meant to help other people and you're fulfilling you at the same time. That's when things like they just keep going in the right direction. You know what I'm saying? You don't even have to try. It's like like that. Oh, you meet your, what'd you say, real estate agent or whoever it was and he yeah, happens to be yeah, also yeah. a business plan writer or like whatever it is. Like, that shit's crazy. That's It's kind of like meant to be type shit. Yo, you know? That's the shit you have to just believe. Like, even when you don't see it, like we said, you gotta believe it. Like, yo, it is what it is. All I have to do... <laughs> It show up my best self and I feel eh, like yes. the world is just like it's, it's getting wind of that energy and yeah. you know you just keep meeting people you keep experiencing you know situations where it's just like it, it couldn't be set up any 
perfect way. Yeah. You know, right. like I knew I wanted to do this thing and I had people along the way that uh, I was blessed to see it happen for. Like Russ, like we were teenagers when he won Sleeping You Could Dance. We were like, yeah. I, I didn't really like, cause I, my brother, my older brother, older, older brother was in the industry, the music industry, like heavy. So I knew like famous people and all that shit, but like, like not to the level of where it was like, my right hand man mm-hmm. just won the won fucking this. show. Yeah, right. That's on some Nigga, other shit. Like, That's crazy. Fuck? I can't even fucking imagine. That's all I needed to see. Yeah. And I was like, You're like I knew yo, how we hard can... he worked. Yeah. I knew, we already knew he was great. Right. And we knew why. He was telling us. He's like, yo, I'm, I'm training in ballet. I, I, you know, he pulled out one day, he pulled out an a, a anatomy book and he's like, dog, learn your fucking body, bro. Learn about your like, body. Understand the connection. That's your instrument. That's your tool. Yo, he's like, like stretch, yeah. strengthen. And I was like, damn, like I never really was like that tied into, like I was always athletic in the gym and all that shit. Right. But I never once would think to be like, let me learn about every single muscle in my body. Right. And figure out how to strengthen and how to maximize my potential. Yeah. In each. Yeah crazy so yeah. i'm like yo he's a nut like he's a like, <laughs> he was like a young genius you know and i got to see that as an example yeah you know like i got beautiful. to see him make it and uh even when other people were like because i remember like back in the day like after you know i was already like one of the leaders in the crew and when he was gone because he left for college first so like when he left i, t- I was like running the crew yeah and i was like getting people to get i was renting i was like young i was a teenager i was renting studio spaces you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, let's get together. Let's re- I was setting a rehearsal. And mind you, I was traveling in back to the city from Norwood. You know what I'm saying? So like, Crazy. I was doing all that shit and being like, let's keep this shit going because yeah. we got something to build. Right. Then right. he went on the show and he won the show and he, but he was gone for months and months. He did the right. tour after and all that shit. Yeah. Um, I'm like, yo, let's keep building. Like, let's keep, and I was getting the shows and all that Facts. shit. And I remember, you know, the morality of it the, uh, started to kind of fall. It was like, man, like, I won't say the more, that's the wrong word, but like people started to lose morale. I guess it is the right word. I know what you mean. Um, yeah. And they weren't as motivated. They mm-hmm. weren't They weren't seeing it like I was seeing it. They were being like, man, this ain't going to get me nowhere. Like right. I need to get a job. Like I need to right. do this. And I remember somebody's mom specifically being like, I was on the phone with homie's moms and he, she was like, yo, like not everybody going to make it in dance. Not everybody could be a Russell. Of and course. I was like, I, I took that and that's I was motivation. Like, yeah, yeah, like, that's wow, that's she's, motivation. She's really right trying there. to dim our light. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, right? You know, and it's just not everyone has the vision. You know, not that's everyone. The thing. You know, is is has a space to cultivate that vision. True. You know, that's because facts. like we all see it and feel it. You know what you want to do. Yeah. You kind of could see it. You're like, oh, damn, I, I think I want to do that. Yeah. But like, do you have the space? Do you have the community affirmation that's around you that's saying? Yeah, you can actually do that. You right. know, do you have the examples or um, it, do you have the faith to pave a, a way if it's not paved? You know what exactly. I'm saying? So it's like, you know, I through all that, I was like, man, like, this, this is what I'm doing. Yeah. I don't really give a fuck. Like, Amazing. I tried to work other jobs. I tried to work at, I got fired from Honeydew. You know what I'm saying? They were <laughs> oh like, this nigga dancing in the back. Yeah. <laughs> dancing with the donuts and shit. dancing in the back. There was jobs where... They hired me on two, like, I just, you know, I had too much fucking 
pride in my fucking dance, yo. Yeah. And like I couldn't, I, I wasn't taking no disrespect. The like, guy was like, yo, there was one lady supervisor who was trying to like talk crazy, and I was like, it was the second day. I was like, yo, yeah. I pulled it to the side first, and I was like, listen, like you're not gonna be talking to me like that, like right. just off the back, like don't, like I'm gonna work this job. You know what I'm saying? But. Yeah. We don't got to do all Sometimes that. Sometimes it's not worth your time and energy. You know what I'm saying? To work or do things where it's like it's not contributing to your goal, your dream, or your purpose or or what, what it is that you're supposed to do moving forward. Um, and I feel like people like us, like we have that intuitive sense, like like that internal like clock and understanding of like a deeper knowledge and a deeper sense of self where you're like, yo, there's more in this life that I'm supposed to do than a nine to five or, or whatever it is, like breaking my back. Like there's something I can do where it's like... Like work smarter, not harder. Do you know what I'm saying? Like fulfill whatever it is that has been given to you and then the rest will will come and flow. And um, that actually leads me to uh, the question that I've been wanting to ask you. And I ask all my guests that come on the show. Um, so you can take this however you want. You can <laughs> say, I don't want to answer it if you don't want to answer it. Um, but being an old soul in the young world myself, um, I was just wondering from your perspective as stacks, whatever you've gone through in your life, your journey, your dancing, all that, uh, just what it means to you to be an old soul in the young world for the people listening in, even if like you yourself don't consider you an old soul in the young world. <laughs> What's crazy is that like it fits, you know, like a lot of I got exposed to a lot of shit early on, good and bad, mm-hmm. you know? And a lot of people think I'm actually older than what I am all the time. You know what I'm saying? So even like relationship wise, like a lot of my partners growing up were just like vastly older. And you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like, I've, I've actually kind of carried this old soul energy, you know? Um, and I feel like what it means to me to be this is to really like carry the responsibility of like knowing better you know what i'm saying like like i can't be i can't you know act the fool you know what i mean like there's yeah. a lot of things i felt like not included in you know what yeah. i mean like yeah. i'm like damn these Me motherfuckers too. is out here going crazy yeah but like because i had this inner knowing yeah. and i and i had such a strong intuition yeah like, I really couldn't, you know, I had the responsibility of being like, yo, that's not for me. Facts. You know? And then the next responsibility is to always, um, you know, uh, to keep hold of, like, your inner, my inner child. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, like 100%. The, the stronger the relationship I have, you know, the, the old soul in me is like, this is the thing you have to nurture. Right. Like this is where the root is. Like this is where everything is going to come from. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. that's like who I was like untapped. Right. You know what I mean? Like right. so like I'm constantly being like, you know, making adjustments, being like, yo, is this does this feed my inner child? Does this does this acknowledge my is my inner does my inner child feel heard? Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like when I do this thing, like yeah. or am I ignoring my inner child to try to 
you know, fit in with whatever the fuck is going on. Right. You know what I mean? Like, so build like, your ego over your child. Like, yeah. Yo. 100%. So I'm an old soul, but I'm childish as fuck. <laughs> like, I'm so childish. That's why me and my son get along. Yeah. We bump heads, but, but, and we get along because I'm so fucking childish. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. <laughs> but childish with the sense of, like you said, responsibility. It's like that knowing, like, that's the beautiful thing about knowledge. It's like, it's such a, a blessing and a curse because once you have knowledge, you can't unknow it. Do you know what I'm saying? You can't forget it. Lord, once I you wish. once you have that response, yo, right? If I w- I wish that fifth five year or fifth grade Jesse could like forget the responsibility of thinking, oh, oh I'm different, oh I'm weird, oh I have a purpose. But it continued and it, it built something great. And like same thing with you, stacks. Like you know what I'm saying? You took a seed from nothing and you built it and you grew it and you kept going. You stay motivated even through people doubting you, judging you. You know, putting down the art form that you got gifted with um in in building something a career in in using that as knowledge to teach younger people like that shit is fire um so i just want to congratulate you a hundred percent from from everything in the universe um you're dope you're fire and you're such an amazing contributor to boston Thank you. Likewise, um, <laughs> Yo, but this was fire. I'm so, so blessed and happy that you wanted to come on. Um, and before we end it off, do you want to just give people like your um, like links of where they can find you or your Instagram or wherever sure. you put your shit? Yeah, com. <laughs> S-T-I-G-G-I-T-Y. Hey. You know, I'm sure it's going to pop up somewhere like bloop, bloop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but on there, you'll see everything pretty much that my company is up to. You know, we do have the education aspect, the dance classes and programs. Also do events, parties, you know, dance battles and all that. And, um, you know, a, another part of the business is, is actually in, um, you know, developing uh, and providing resources for creative entrepreneurs. So, wow. you know, I also teach a program called Life Builders. And pretty much I break down like how to start from scratch and actually build a sustainable business. Um, and then we you get input into a cohort. And from that from that space, you know, there's, there's opportunities to go even further and talk about, you know, how we can take that and expand it, you know, and scale it and all that shit. And, hey, uh, yeah, process. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And, and you know, I, I feel like that. speaks to that original uh kind of business plan that i wrote you know like what do i want to share what i feel like i can give and and um it's i feel like i can i can give the gifts that were given to me and that's my responsibility it's like i was blessed to come across this information the mentors and 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 um the opportunities and you know you know i really did like seize the moment with it so as a gift, it's like I, it's my responsibility to be like I I've been at every stage of this shit, you yeah. know, from the ground up. So it's like I know what it feels like to feel like you want to do something, but you don't got no support or community affirmation or you don't have the self affirmation. You know what I'm saying? So it's Thanks. like, I, you know, I've developed the program to just make it all simple. It's like, yo, like. You know, there is this language that they use that, you know, is intimidating. They want to fucking make us all confused and shit. Yeah, so you can't start your own shit. Yeah, (laughs) once you take the time to learn the ins and outs, it's not as expensive as we think. Right. You don't got to go to legal Zoom. you know, no no hate to LegalZoom because... I just applied for a grant, you know what I'm saying, to 
legal zoom so like no hate for legal zoom but you don't be got but you know all that money to start your business you know what I'm saying you know how to do it. but uh <laughs> don't let them trick you there's Yo, other ways to do things so yeah. much money to, to do to something that you can do on your own for Facts. much cheaper right you right. know and i feel like if we're equipped with key. this knowledge it's i'm also giving people a responsibility to do this shit right because now you can't there's no excuse yeah you yeah. know you see the com- you have the community affirmation you see the examples you have the the information so it's like once you like that life builders is kind of like one of those things like it's nice but it's also scary. Yeah. Because it's like... You have to face you, yourself. What are you going to do when you actually do have the resources? Right. Like, you really going to do this shit? Exactly. So... Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's super dope. Again, yeah. Stax, thank you so much for sharing thank your gift, you. for sharing um, all of your knowledge and the wealth that you've learned throughout the years. Um, I look up to you as a seasoned dancer and somebody making... Listen, I look up to Yo, Jess, I feel like we're just going to keep complimenting no, each other. That's how we're going to end off the yeah, show. Like, mad no, love, yo. Mad love. Jess, yo, she was like <laughs> flicking the business card. I was like, yo. <laughs> like, she got the flat. Like, yo. like, that type of, like, that hustle, like... I resonate with that. Yes, you know? yes. So I'm like, I was like, yo, that oh, you really that out means here so much to me. Like, thank yo, you. It's not that's that's uh, like, and you know, I don't want to like put it out there, but even today, like, you know, you just came from a situation that was just like, yeah, and you're like, I still want to do this thing. Yeah, like that to <laughs> me is like motivation we pushing through yo yo and that's the that's the dedication that's the motivation that's the people the things that people don't know about and you know maybe i'll put it out there in the future but i had a really bad situation happen today but we pushed the fuck through and you know um shout out stacks because he brought the best fucking vibes and energy to the room um and that's what it's all about just you know having that that support of other artists and people who are trying to make a name like there's enough room for everyone to eat guys you don't need to compete you just need to build together um we're out here just trying to make boston a better place old soul young world this podcast is here to try to put people on in the community in the city who are trying to do things for other people um so again guys i just want to shout out stacks um show him out on anything if you ever watch his videos if you ever see him if you ever share his stuff he's an awesome amazing person um and tune in with me guys again next week for another episode of old soul young world with your host jesse ellie <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>